it's at that time of year. One of my favorite times of the year actually is the, the, the autumn, the fall. I think one of the reasons why I like it so much is that the air is crisp and the leaves are changing colors and it's quite beautiful, especially when you're out in the rural settings. And so take some time for yourself. Take some time where you're away from the hustle and bustle, if you are in the hustle and bustle, and take some time away from your job. Maybe even go by yourself and go for that drive. And windows down while it's still nice out, get that fresh air, and take a look at the changing countryside, all the different color in the leaves. It's a great way to recharge your batteries and clears up your mind. But again, because you're driving, it's also important that we stay focused on the driving task that never changes regardless of the season that we're in. So welcome to another episode of Speed Bumps, a safe driving podcast. In this episode, we'll deal with vehicle recalls and what they mean to you and how I helped a TikTok follower pass their road test recently. Let's go. Every now and then, you might get a notice in the mail of a vehicle recall. They do happen. They actually happen probably more than you may even realize. Um, millions of vehicles get recalled every year. Um, when I say millions, it's because there's hundreds of thousands of the same vehicle within the same range of years. But a lot of automakers, I guess you know, almost all of them, will have a recall at some point during the lifespan of, of the company. So the recall is, uh, it's going to be a notice in the mail, or you might even have realized that you've checked online of a vehicle that you want to purchase and found out that it might still require uh, recall. So you just use the VIN number and then whether or not the recall has been, been done. But the questions that people do ask if there is a recall is, can you still drive the vehicle? Is it dangerous? Will it cost you any money to fix it? <laughs> and even how will you get to work? tomorrow or the day of it. So the, the thing is, is depending on what the recall is, most cases you can still drive the vehicle. So, but sometimes the recalls are due to um, faults ranging from software problems that may cause a car to stall unexpectedly. And it might range anywhere up to having leaks that may even cause a fire. Uh, an engine fire and a lot of engine fires they don't get engulfed like we do see sometimes on the news but it causes that smoking and you turn off the ignition and it kind of just simmers out but because the recalls do include millions of vehicles um, of different makes and models you do want to take it seriously every recall is important one way or another and every owner of the recalled should have you know take this on the serious side so the, the short answer for recalls is there's a safety issue that needs to be clearly identified and that puts the car and, and the driver and the passengers at risk and needs to be fixed. So as far as the question is, can you still drive the vehicle? Um, yes and no. Well, in some cases, there are very rare cases. There was a recall of certain BMWs and Ford vehicles uh, a while back that had faulty airbags certain make of airbag and those airbags could go off unexpectedly so in the uh the recall notice read it carefully uh, it'll say do not drive warning 
Now, if you've been told not to drive your vehicle, please don't tempt fate. There's an especially dangerous or serious issue with that vehicle, and it really could put your life in danger. Now, if there is no warning, you can usually drive that vehicle to do what you have to do. Um, depends. It'll tell you what the recall is. It could be a seatbelt harness. It could be, uh, there was one I remember years ago that um, the glove box would open up unexpectedly. And if you had to brake hard, you could crush your shin bone into the glove box, uh, into the lid. Um, not a life or death situation, but you don't want to have a bruised shin, especially as, as a passenger in the vehicle. So um, in many cases, you should be safe enough to drive your, your vehicle to the dealership uh, for the repair. And you can even use it for other purposes like going to and from work, uh, getting your groceries until uh, you have that appointment. But, but don't shrug off the appointment. Try to get one done as soon as possible. Um, if the vehicle is unsafe, the uh, automaker will let you know not to do certain things. And they might say, park your vehicle outside. Uh, don't have any front seat passengers. Different things like that. So, uh, and, and the last thing is, will the recall and the repair cost you anything? No, it doesn't. Most recall repairs are no charge to the vehicle owner. In the recall notice, it will tell you that as well. But it will, because it'll be in that mail notice, save the notice. Don't just read it. Use it as a reference so that way, in, maybe read it a couple times so that way you are aware of the details needed to have your vehicle repaired. We all want a vehicle that's going to work for us. We always want a safe vehicle to drive. So ignoring the recall notices is not in your best interest. Getting it repaired immediately or as soon as possible that fits within your schedule is in your best interest. I, I mentioned a, a few weeks ago that I, I started on TikTok. And uh, if you missed any of that, you can reach me on TikTok. You can see my videos I've posted, I guess, close to 30 now. Uh, slowly and surely I'm building it up, but my, my TikTok handle is the safe driver. And, uh, I had a TikTok follower. Uh, I believe they joined up with a, a TikTok live that I was participating as a moderator. And they asked that they were going for their road test. And if I had any tips to provide to them and I'm always willing to help. I mean, this is what I do. It says my passion is, is road safety. So they're living in Ontario, Canada, so as am I. So I was able to give some, some solid tips to pass the first road test, uh, such as ways to avoid rolling a stop. So um, we do three things before we proceed at a stop. We stop our vehicle, we look to see if it's clear, and if it's clear in our mind, we proceed. But the problem is, is if you start to look to see if it's clear before you stop, you're not thinking about stopping, you're thinking about going. And once you see that it's clear, you are gonna go. So that's a good way to roll a stop. So I gave them advice to feel the vehicle come to a safe, complete stop before checking to see if it's clear. This is especially true on a right turn, including right turn on red. So I also have a few other, you know, following the rules of the road and, and the, the laws that we have to take here in Ontario, such as staying in the right-hand lane, only changing lanes once they're they're told to make a turn a left turn somewhere, 
Um, what happens if they start to speed, things like that. And they replied, uh, awesome tips, thank you so much. And I asked that they let me know how they did. And they, they replied to say that they would, but that they were a latecomer. They, they're not a teenager, they're in their 20s. So they're a little bit late in getting their, their license. And sometimes that can be a little intimidating and, and it doesn't really need to be. I remember years ago, I had a meeting with the other instructors uh, as I was a, a regular in-car instructor all the time. And there's like 15 of us and we're just chatting and we look through our schedules. And at that time, I only had five students in my current up-to-date schedule that were in high school. Everybody else was outside of high school. They were either in college, university, they were adults or in the workforce. And I even had some who were retired learning to drive for the first time. So it's not uncommon to have someone older learning how to drive. And if you are in that category and you want to drive, go for it, really. So uh, I gave some added advice after they told me that. And, I, and one of the things I said was take a deep breath. Going for road tests, it is kind of nerve wracking. What do you do? You're wondering, you know, they're going to fail me because I look at them the wrong way. No, no, not at all. Not at all. So one of the tips that helps is I said one thing is that if you feel that you've made a mistake on your test, ignore it essentially for three reasons. One, it may not have been a mistake to begin with. You might have thought it was, but to them it wasn't. Second reason is that maybe the, the examiner didn't even notice it. So you're worried about something they didn't see. And third, it's already happened. Worrying about something that you think you've done wrong is actually going to distract you from your thoughts, from your concentration. And that could actually lead into making more mistakes. So I've been giving these tips to all of my students for the last 33 years, uh, being a professional instructor for that long. And they do work out quite well. And a lot of that times partly is taking my students to, to road tests. I've worked with them for a number of weeks and they trust me. And I think it's important that, that we do build the, the trust. Well, after I gave them that advice, they replied back to say that was exactly what they needed to hear and that they've had anxiety about driving, but with the help of her, her, uh, her partner and uh, friends and so forth, they've actually learned to love driving. That's their words, not mine. So I was now curious and it was later that day was the test and they sent me a, a message on TikTok to say I passed with two huge smiley faces. That made my day. I was really happy and I said congratulations and then they replied back thanks so much you're stopping before the line and looking trick was a really good one. So it's nice to know that you can make a difference with people. And sometimes all you have to do is ask. And if you ask, you might be surprised. You might get the answer to the questions you need without realizing that there actually were answers and things to help you get where you want to go. And that message is not just about driving. It's really about life, too. Thanks for listening to this episode of Speed Bumps, a safe driving podcast. Uh, be sure to come back each week as each episode is broadcast on a Sunday. And if you have missed any episodes, uh, you don't forget, go back to season one as well. And you'll see in the menu all the different topics. I'm always happy to help in many ways. So if you have an idea of something that I should be discussing, 
please drop me a line. You can reach me by email, safedriver36 at yahoo.ca. You can also reach me on Twitter. I am at safedriver. And also TikTok, you can check out my videos. I am at the safedriver. Be safe, drive safe, and we'll talk soon. I'm Scott Marshall.